Mark Howard has been training business owners for over 20 years with online business tools and strategies that help them grow and succeed. If you want to grow your business fast and save time, then keep listening. If you want to grow it even faster in less than three months, then visit www.businessmachine.biz. And now, here's Mark. G'day, this is Mark Howard from The Business Machine, and in today's episode, I'm going to show you how to take a £500 client and turn them into a £10,000 client. And the interesting thing about this is that you are probably already doing this yourself for other business owners. Did you know that you can get even more from Mark Howard, including mini marketing sessions? one-to-one sessions, and even access to his private VIP Facebook group? Interested? Then head over to www.patreon.com slash business machine. Okay, let's get started here. Now, before I get into the the whole how to turn a £500 client into a £10,000 client, and those figures, by the way, are just figures I dragged out of the air. It could be a £300 client, you're turning into a £50,000 client. It could be a £10 client, you're turning into a £10,000 client. So the figures aren't too much. The point of the matter is you've got a low starting point and you've got a high end point, okay? And the end point is infinite as well. So just because I say it's a £10,000 client, it could also go on to be a £20,000 client. So before we get into that, I'm going to see a very, very quick story. Now, for those of you who do know me, you know that I'm an avid pipe smoker. I love smoking my pipes. It gives me time to meditate. It gives me time to get away from the office. It just allows me to zone out for what's going on around me. And because of this, there are certain aspects to pipe smoking that you need, right? So for example, you need a pipe and you need tobacco. They're probably the two most important elements for any form of pipe smoking are in the fact that you need some kind of lighter or matches. Now, there's a shop online that I use to buy my tobacco from. That shop's called GQ Tobaccos. I will mention them because they're the shop that I go to. Now, when I first come across them, they're an online shop. I've never used them before. I've looked around. I couldn't find any reviews about the shop at all. So I didn't know how good or how you know well they were as an organization. So I took a bit of a risk with them, and I purchased a small amount from them. I think the small amount was about £10, £10, £15. It wasn't a lot. Because from that ten fifteen pound in my mind, I was thinking, well, do you know what? If they don't deliver, or there's something wrong here. I do it through PayPal, so at least I can get the money back if there's an issue. And also, it's a small amount of money to lose as well. So if something really drastically goes wrong, I'm not worried about losing ten or fifteen pound. So that's what I decided to do. That was probably about a year ago now, and I continually use that shop because the service and the support I get from them are absolutely excellent. And I continue to use that support from them. Now, what happens is that I've initially spent about £15 with them. And over the year, I hate to even go back and look into my account to see how much I spent with them. Because I spend on average, I would say, per every six to seven weeks, I spend on average between £40 and £60 a month from them. Okay, And I've also purchased from them two, three pipes as well. 
Now, like I said, I don't really want to go back into my account to see how much I've spent with them over the year. But let's just say it's more than £500. Let's just say that much, okay? Because I know how much the pipes are and I know how much I'm spending on tobacco. So it's going to be around about £500 to date. So what they've done is they've turned a £15 customer, i.e. me, into a £500 customer. And that then will become more money as the relationship between us grows. And the thing is, that's what you're doing as well. You're actually doing exactly the same thing with other businesses. Think of a shop, it doesn't matter if it's online or somewhere you actually uh, go to a bricks and mortar place. Just have think about a shop that you go to on a regular basis. I'm not talking a grocery store, I'm just talking in a shop that you go to on a regular basis or store. And what you purchased from them initially, how long ago, and what you continue to purchase from them today. And this is about customer retention. Why did I use the phrase a £500 client to a £10,000 client? That's because 10 years ago, and I, I picked up on this 10, 15 years ago. So 10 years ago, a client of mine came to me and asked me to build him a very basic website. That website cost them £500 10 years ago. They have continued to spend with me on average, developing and doing more work to their business, online business with me. They continue to spend on average about a thousand pound a year. So he has, over the course of years, over the course of 10 years, spent around about 10,000 pounds with me. So he is my 500 pounds to 10,000 pound client. That's to date. And the more work that I do for him, the more he's going to spend money with me. So we, we will break through that £10,000, I no doubt, this later this year. Having lifetime customers are paramount for any business owner. And a lot of businesses don't actually understand this. A lot of them look at the initial sale. That's what they're more worried about. And yes, you do need that initial sale when they come through the door. But you've got to then look at the retention of that customer as a lifetime customer. What is it you do? And I'm going to give you a number of top tips here that will help you get through this or help you take a 500 pound client and turn them into a lifetime client that becomes your 10, 20,000 pound client. And when you look at them, you might think to yourself, well, you know, this is really easy. You're, you're talking really basic stuff. Yes, maybe. But you know what? I can guarantee that most of you listening to this podcast aren't even doing what I'm about to tell you. That's the interesting thing and probably also the frightening thing as well. So let's go through these. I've got one, two, three, four, well, let's go five. I've got five different ways you can uh, help increase your client's lifespan. Number one, at the top, as always, and I would tell this to people time and time again, this is your number one, upsells. Okay, how many of you up there actually upsell to your existing client base? I, I know for a fact it's quite low. I know that for a fact because unless you're, understanding upsells you won't do it now i'm not just talking upsells online for example there, there's two forms of upsells okay so you've got your online upsell so what is that that's when someone goes into a shop goes into your online store they buy a product and they think okay yeah I'll buy this product and then they get what we call a bump page hey just before you go you know what this would be a great product to go with this this should really help with this and we're going to give you a discount if you used to buy the current products in your cart along with this product as well. That's your typical upsell. That's what we call bump pages. And yes, I use those to great effects on my website. And yes, they work tremendously well. I, I do that on a number of my websites. And I will say that for every 10 purchases that uh, go through those carts, 
eight of them will will include upsells through those carts. So that's the first thing. So that's your first upsell. But your secondary upsell is your existing clients. How many times have you actually gone back to your existing clients and actually said to them, "Why you know we're doing this work or we've got this new offer coming on board and upsell to your existing clients? This is number two, by the way. We're now getting into number two. This is email marketing. The thing is with your existing clients, they've already purchased from you. They have already got a know, like, and trust element with you. So because they have that, they're all ready to purchase from you a second time. And how many people out there actually do this? Or should I say how many people out there don't actually do this? The, the number is amazing. And I know that people don't do this because the amount of times I've sat down with my, uh, my own clients and they said, you know, we're having problems here and we're struggling. We're not just we're not getting the client base in. And I've looked at their back ends of their shop and I've looked at their system and said, but are you email marketing to your clients? Are you upselling to your clients for email marketing? Oh, no, no, we're not doing that. Why not? You should be doing that. They expect to be sold to from you because they've already got that process in place. Let's go back to GQ Tobaccos, the, the company that I use for my pipes and my, my tobaccos. That company, I signed up to the newsletter. I get regular updates from them every single month. Once a month, I get an update from them with their upcoming sales, upcoming promotions. That would always come through. And guess what? I will read it. And occasionally I will click on something and I have a look. Now, I might click on something because I'm thinking to myself, oh, that's interesting. I don't want to buy it, but I want to have a look at it. But guess what? They've done what they needed to do. They've got me to the website and I'm sitting on the website. And before I've known it, I'm looking around the website thinking, oh, I wonder what I could buy today. It's terrible. And that's what happens. But people do it all the time. So number one, you need to be upsetting to your existing client base online with, with your bump pages. But number two, following very closely with that, is your email marketing. And you should be upsetting to your existing client base as well. The third thing on my list is uh, offers. Now, this again very much closely ties in with the bump pages I spoke to you earlier on about uh, with your upsells. But offers are also a great way to get customers in. So again, between bump sales and between email marketing, offers slips in quite nicely at number three there and really emphasizes both those aspects. The point with an offer is everyone understands the value of a sale or promotion. And because the business owners have experienced you previously and understand that you deliver a great service and understand the value of something, when you're offering uh, a promotional item out, they're more likely going to buy into it. Okay, now my top tip on this one is, and I will be honest with you, and I see this around quite a lot, is don't do too many offers or promotions in a year because what tends to happen is clients will sit back and they will wait for your that promotional offer to come through because they know that you're going to do one. And the I go to a point on this, I was doing some training, I looked at some online training and I saw an offer for $9 for this training online. And I purchased it because it was really great. And it was actually a very, very good training course, by the way. And I did all the work on it. And then I went onto the, their site to have a look at some of the other training offers they had. And they had some excellent training offers on there. And there's one in particular I saw, and it was for $100. So I thought, oh, I was just about to purchase that. But I noticed they had a Facebook pixel embedded into that page. <laughs> yeah, I know. Bit of a geek. But I did. And so what I decided to do was come off that page because I knew what was going to happen. And I left it 24 hours, and I went 
back into my Facebook, and lo and behold, that page I was on, where they had that training course for $100, I was suddenly getting offers appearing on my Facebook page for $9. Okay. Now, you could turn around and say, oh, yes, but Mark, you know, you're still purchasing that course for $9. Yes, you're right. I did purchase it for $9. But if they hadn't have done that, they could have got $100 out of me. Okay, then there's the argument, of course, that you're looking at quantity as well. So if you've got 100 people doing it, da 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 da. Yes, I know there's lots of pros and cons around it, but just be careful with your offers because people will sometimes not buy from you on purpose knowing that you're likely to put an offer out. So tend to keep your offers restricted and tend to do them at certain times of year. That's why people tend to do these Black Fridays. By the way, I hate Black Fridays in case anyone didn't know, but there are holidays. Uh, celebrations in your business so if you're having an anniversary in your business if it's your 10th year you know there's so many things you can do there around about Christmas time there's so many different things you can do offers for that doesn't have to be on a weekly or monthly basis you can just do an offer and that will drive your existing clients back to purchase from you because they know that you're doing offers and to keep this really sweet with them as well what I would tend to do is offer on an offer with my existing clients. So what I would do is in my email marketing to them, I would say, you know, we're doing a special offer at the moment. Uh, You get 10% off if you use this coupon code. But because you're an existing client of us, we want to give you a little bit more. So we're actually going to give you 15% off if you use this coupon code within the next 24 hours. So they've got the option for the 10% if they if they act there and then they're going to get the 15%. And more often they'll go for the 15% because it's that little bit more, isn't it? And number four on my list is an oldie but goodie, is what I'll turn around and say, is loyalty and reward system, some kind of loyalty or reward system with your clients. Now, I don't know about you guys, but if you go into a coffee shop, what's the first thing you associate with coffee shops other than coffee in itself? is loyalty cards there's always a loyalty card somewhere in a coffee shop and i use them i do use them why because if i fit in my nine stamps on that loyalty card i am going to get a free cup of coffee because that's what they tell me and i do get my free cup of coffee so it's worth me going in there and you might go in there once thinking oh you know i've gone in here and you spend a couple of pounds for a coffee but you know you now want those eight coffees so you're not going to spend a couple of pounds you're, you're going to go for all eight just to get your free coffee of two pounds and a lot of these shops now a lot of these like nero's for example is one i use quite often they have their loyalty cards now on mobile apps and the great thing about the loyalty cards on the mobile apps is not only can i get the loyalty card when i go in and stamps the app and what's even better as well with the apps now is I can actually pay for the coffee via the app, so I don't even have to have my uh, wallet with me, is that the loyalty and rewards also come through. So I get a lot of push notifications through saying, hey, by the way, we're doing this offer today. So it's driving me back. This is this lifetime, long-time customer approach to driving me back into the shop to purchase more from them. So loyalty programs are a great way to get them in. Now, I know not everybody can do it. We're not all coffee shops. But think around how you can reward your existing client base. What is it that you can do? If you offer something on a regular basis, what can you offer them? So hosting, for example, is one way that you can offer a loyalty if they buy a particular hosting package, for example. 
that uh, if they're paid for a year up front, they actually get it at a reduced price, i.e. they get 10 months instead of two, is, is one way of doing it as a rewards program. And it will give you all that money up front as well. So that's one way you can do it. So there's different things that you can do that allow you to get people through the door just using the loyalty and rewards cards, and it's a great way to retain your customers. And my last top tip, number five, is having a VIP system in place for your customers as well, or giving them the option for the VIP. When someone has the word VIP in their title, it really just boosts them up a little bit. And I know if you go onto Facebook, there's a lot of people that do VIP Facebook groups for their customers. Normally it comes out of price as well. That's not a problem, by the way. If, if people want to have the VIP um, pay the price, it brings in a little bit of extra income for you, but you have to deliver on that uh, VIP experience is what I would say to you. I actually do something very, very similar with my Patreon account. If you go to, it's advertised at the start of this podcast, but if you go to that Patreon account, you'd actually, and take a look at it, you'd actually see I've got three tiers. I actually call them tiers. Uh, the tier one is a very low uh, basic tiers. It's very cheap. It's about one or two dollars a month. It's not expensive. And in there, I put all the, the top uh, posts and articles and templates that you would need from a business marketing point of view, which I don't put anywhere else, by the way. So this is all information I put in, and I put in one of those a week as well. So there's a lot of information in there for only a couple of pound a month. It's, oh, sorry, yeah, a couple of pound a month. It's not expensive. So that's tier one. Then tier two is more on the social media uh, media side. So tier two people tend to get the, the all the stuff that tier one uh, tier one group gets. A little bit more expensive, it's about nine dollars a month, I think it is. But they also get social media general. Uh, general social media posts and ideas as well so that's you know someone's struggling with doing social media posts or need ideas and concepts and graphics that's all in my tier two for example so that's in there but my tier three is my vip lounge so that's the bigger one that's the next stage up that's about 20 pound a month and the, the they get all of tier one they get all of tier two but they get so much more in the tier three basis they get you know online training. They get the one to ones with me. They they get so much more, and it's a full VIP experience. They even get a gift sent out to them every quarter as well. So they they get sent out to them for the long longer they stay with me in that particular VIP lounge, that particular VIP tier. Every quarter, then a gift is automatically sent out to them. And those gifts I change on a regular basis as well. So I change the design or the look of the gifts depending on how long they've been with me. So having a VIP section to your business or giving your clients access to a VIP lounge is a great way to show that how, not just how important they are to you, not only is it a great way for you to bring in more money to yourself, it doesn't have to be huge amounts by the way, but is a great way for customer retention because what you're saying is I know you're my customer but we're really going to pamper you here and we're going to give you that little bit more as an experience. So to come to conclusion on all of this, what you're doing is all about customer retention. You having a lifelong customer. You're turning a five hundred pound customer into a ten thousand pound customer, twenty thousand, hundred thousand, five hundred thousand, even a million. The longer they stay with you, the more money you're going to generate from from them. And depending on what you do, it doesn't have to take ten years of some people. It could be a lot quicker, depends on your product, your service, and your offering as well. 
And depending on what you're setting will depend on the percentage increase. So you might be going from 100% to 200%. So with all that in mind, whatever it is you're doing business, look back at the key points I've spoken about in this podcast and start implementing them now so that you can take your business to the next level.